No disclosure, everybody. Yes, we're back. We're back and we're fancy. Lots of new stuff to tell you peoples about. Let me adjust my... Let me adjust my pop filter here. Can you guys hear me? Okay, good. Got some new stuff I want to tell you about. It's just awesome. It's awesome. Now, one of my big dreams for No Disclosure, I just wanted to keep uh, moving moving up with it, you know, to, to just to keep progressing and... Uh, you know, doing a podcast is fun. You know, it's it's kind of a it's a dream of mine. It's something I've always wanted to do. I know, right? Who dreams of doing a podcast? But um, this is just the kind of person that I am. I don't just want to, you know, uh, do something for fun. If I if I do something, I want to go full into it. That's just kind of the person I am. And it's not to show up other people who do podcasts that I know. It's not to do anything like that. It's just that you can make money doing podcasts. You can uh, distribute podcasts to a very wide audience. And that's just what I wanted to do. I wanted to keep moving up with it. So I am very happy to announce that, uh, no disclosure, um, we are on pretty much everywhere <laughs> that you can listen to a podcast now, which is great. Um, YouTube is still at home. Uh, what is this? Podcast is available on a new... Pl ah, I, I just got a new platform just now as I was talking. So, um, I go through an app, which you've already, you've already heard the ad for it if you're listening, you know, to uh, No Disclosure on something else. But the long and the short of it, I use a, an app called Anchor. And uh, they, you know, re redistribute or distribute uh, No Disclosure all over the place for me. So, I'm happy to announce that we got Spotify... We have uh, Google Podcasts, we have the Apple Route, and uh, it's home, YouTube, uh, which is cool. YouTube is always going to be the home of no disclosure, always. But um, it's cool. We're expanding. We're everywhere now, uh, which is fantastic. I'm really, really happy about that. Um, it's awesome. It is awesome. We're, we're moving up in the world. We really are. And... Uh, uh, we got our first sponsor, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so let's hope and pray... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fancy and unfancy, bearded and not bearded, let's pray and hope together that none of my sp that none of my sponsor doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> you know, because they're gonna be like, "Hey, man, sometimes you go a little too far." I'm the last, I'm the last episode or the second, you know, last to the, the one behind that. You know, you're talking about old lady body parts and you know uh, oxygen tank explosions and you know stuff like that, kidnapping kids and you know what kind of van you need. It's like, <laughs> let's just hope that no one listens to the thing. So, um, yeah, as I was talking, actually, I just got on a new platform, which is cool. Uh, Pocket Casts, so you can listen to me on there now, too, which is awesome. Yeah, no disclosure, we're everywhere, and that's great. I'm really, really happy about that. It makes me happy in my pants. It really does. It makes me happy everywhere, but especially in my pants. So let's get into it. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I live in Paducah, Kentucky. All right. Um, my address is... No, I'm just kidding. So I live in Paducah, Kentucky. And uh, if you think that in the middle of Kentucky, it's mostly all, uh, how do you say this, conservative peoples, 
the conservative peoples up in here. The ones that like their guns and the ones that say, I'm going to wear, I'm going to have my rebel flag on everything from, you know, my fucking T-shirt to my pocket lighter. Rebel flag, you know, that it's all like conservatives and, you know, people here. The South is really, really odd place to live. But believe it or not, there's a lot of those like left wing uh, psychos here. You know, the... Uh, participation trophy people you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah you know what i'm talking about there's lots of them here in kentucky it's kind of surprising um there was a protest in kentucky recently just one of those things that uh you know <laughs> uh, it, it makes me laugh thinking about it let me have some coffee real quick and then i'll continue you hear that mm, yummy so, you know, processing the things that Democrats uh, protest about. I'm not going to give them the time of day and tell you exactly what it was about. But um, it's kind of funny how people mention their precious rights, doesn't it? Like, I have the right to this, and I have the right to say this. I have the right to say I have the right to wave my, you know, uh, rebel flag. I'm not making fun of the Confederates. They have enough <laughs> to be laughed about. But, you know... The, the, the rights. I have the right. You have the right. I have the right. You don't have the right. This is my right. You know, there's hearing that about that all the time. Let's this, you know, this is, uh, it just, it always makes me think. Always makes me think. And I just want to tell these people straight up. Uh, let's talk about your rights. What I want you to do is sometime I want you to go on Wikipedia. Okay. Go on Wikipedia. Type this into the search bar. Japanese Americans, 1942. And then do some light reading. Then you'll learn all about what precious fucking rights you really do have. Japanese Americans, simply because their parents and family was born in the wrong country, they were taken away to this lovely little thing we like to call internment camps just because of their race. 1942, taken into these internment camps without due process and had all their rights taken away just because the government said, that this is what they were going to do. Let me tell you about your precious fucking rights, okay? Talk to any Japanese-American. Hop in your time machine, your 88 DeLorean. Go back to 1942. Talk to some Japanese-Americans and learn about your precious fucking rights, all right? You don't have any rights. You don't. Just what, what did Megadeth say? You're on borrowed money and borrowed time. I didn't sound like Dave Mustaine at all, but that's completely true. The only rights that you really have... It's the ones that you're temporarily borrowing. <laughs> it's just, I love that phrase. I've always loved that phrase. You have the right. You don't have the right. Hmm. Let's go back to 1942. Talk to some Japanese Americans who were uh, placed in, you know, these horrible <laughs> internment camps. And, uh, you know, we'll see if you change your tone about your precious, precious little rights. I have another announcement, by the way. Another one. This is a very important announcement. Important announcement, bent. This is very important. <laughs> I can't talk. I have a very important announcement. Another one. I have decided that I'm going to become Amish. Me and my whole family, whether they like it or not. Cassie, the kids, me, the cat, we're all going to become Amish. Because this world that we live in, this technological society, people going wacko, you know, the bullying on the internet, TikTok even being a thing, Kiss being on tour. I can't really handle it anymore. I can't, ladies and gentlemen. We've decided to be Amish. We're going to party like it's 1499, man. Go out in the middle of the woods, leave this uh, world behind. But uh, we're still going to shop at the grocery store. 
Um, we're still going to go to eat the buffet at Pizza Hut. And uh, if we need to travel anywhere and we don't, you know, it's too cold outside, or if the horse is sick, we're going to take our 1997 Ford Taurus. <laughs> I'm not making fun of, of, uh, of the, the Amish. I just, I'm pointing out something that's, maybe I am making fun. I don't know. Fuck it. Everybody's sick. gets so butthurt in this country anymore. The Amish really get me, dude. They do. It's like, okay, this world is sinful and we need to separate ourselves from it. I lived in Iowa for 10 years and uh, conversed with quite a few of the Amish. And uh, yeah, that's just how it is. The, the outside world is not one to immerse yourselves in. Things are going to, you know, hand in a hell basket. And yeah, it's true for the most part. You know, it is true. But uh, I've always seen the Amish as quite hypocritical. <laughs> I do. It's like, we're going to live this way of life until, uh, you know, we find out that uh, having a car or going to the grocery store and buying something wrapped in cellophane, pushing a shopping cart and looking at a cell phone. I see this. You know, that's convenient. You got, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's hypocritical, isn't it? I mean, you don't want to bash other religions and stuff, but it, uh, yeah, <laughs> that just, that strikes me as humorous, you know, when it's convenient. Uh, ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. I, my butthole almost prolapsed when I did that, but <laughs> you see a lot of Amish around here. The only, the one thing I love about the Amish is that. Man, those people know how to bake. Ooh, Nelly, they know how to bake. When you're in Iowa, you buy that Amish armpit bread. Man, that stuff is good. Because that's how they that's how they make it. They take the yeast and the dough and stuff. They put it under their armpits, and then they go work the field all day. When they come back, they got bread. That's how they do it. Man, it's awesome. Unless they have, you know, a brand new oven that they bought at Best Buy. Yeah, I remember you, Amish dude, that was in Best Buy last week buying a brand new freaking oven. <laughs> Gas-powered oven at that. I love that this society that they hate is starting to integrate itself into the Amish culture. <laughs> they can't get away from it. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to do that. Now, um, what's this on the news? Comprehensive deductible. Your comprehensive deductible. I'm cruising the news over here, and I'm seeing something about your comprehensive auto deductible. You know what? I'm going to riff on this, actually. I work in insurance. I'm not going to tell you where I work. I'm not going to tell you what insurance company. But um, this is... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm amazed. Well, okay, let me take that back. I didn't know this when I started in, in insurance. I do now. And let me give you a little tippy. Let me give you a tip, tip, tip a rooney. Get some coffee here. Mmm. Let me give you a little, let me give you a little tip, tip a row. Tip a roo. A tip a roosco. I had a hair on my phone. It wasn't curly. It was a straight one. That means it came from the top of my head. Or Cassie. Or the kitty kitty. So, um, I work in insurance. I work glass claims, which uh, if it's just glass damage, then that falls under your comprehensive, correct? Yes, <laughs> it sure does. And um, a lot of people, when you read them off, you know what their comprehensive coverage is. It's a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars for a three, you know, three hundred dollar windshield. 
And you're like, oh my god, you're gonna make me pay $300 or $1,000, you know, because that's just a $200 windshield. Let me explain to you what your comprehensive deductible is, okay? What, I don't know about the other part of the insurance, but let me tell you about the comprehensive deductible. Just because your deductible, and this is going out to all you people out there that I'll probably get calls from. Not going to tell you which insurance company, but I guarantee somebody listening to this podcast is right right now is going to eventually make a glass claim in which I'm going to probably end up taking it. So let me give you some some. Let me give you a little pointer, a little pointer here. Okay, if your deductible is five hundred dollars, obviously, let's say you're driving a, let's say you're driving a 1997 Hyundai Excel, right? And you know the piece of glass is only going to cost like two three hundred dollars. You look at your deductible, five hundred dollars. God. Damn it! You know, you're all pissed off. Or $1,000 or whatever. Insurance companies are a complete fucking racket. But it's not bad to the point yet where we're going to make you pay $1,000 for a $200 windshield. Or $500 for a $200 windshield. What your deductible means, kids, are you listening? Is that that is an up to amount. Okay. So if you're... And, and windshield repairs are the same thing, too. You know, windshield repair to get a nick, uh, you know, uh, put with that resin stuff in it. Only costs like 50, 60 bucks. What kind of dipshit would make you pay $2,000 to do a repair on the windshield? You got to think a little bit, people, before you cuss me out. Okay? Because I'm just sitting there playing Yahtzee, playing with my wiener, you know, just taking calls. You don't want to ruin my day. Don't ruin my day with your, with your stupidity. Okay? <laughs> this is... <laughs> Because windshield repairs, you know, only cost 50, 60 bucks, right? Just remember that your comprehensive deductible on your audio, auto insurance is an up to amount. What not a lot of people also realize, and I just got this looking at this news article too. I just wanted to riff on it because I don't give a damn what the article says. Probably something completely fucking stupid. You know, the doctors, Dr. Rods of daytime television, you know, bullshit. But uh, what a lot of people don't realize is that their comprehensive deductible is an elective. Very true. So if you have a decent agent, you know, they could tell you that, hey, you have the choice to have a zero deductible or a 50 or a 100 or a 1,000 or 2,000 or your left kidney. It just, you know, it, that's it's an elective. If your agent sucks, they're not going to tell you about it. So next time you're at your agent's office, I want you to hike up them pants. I want you to pick that booger out of your nose. I want you to clean the eye crud. You walk up to that counter, slam your Stick down on that table and say, I want my deductible lowered. Because you'll be amazed. When I started working at, uh, you know, doing insurance claims um, at my shitty job, I, uh, I I was just, I was floored. The, my deductible was like $1,000. I took it down to zero. I know not not every insurance company is probably the same. <clears throat> not, <ins> <laughs> yeah. not every insurance company is probably the same. <clears throat> but at least with mine... Um, I went down from a thousand to zero and the difference was only like $20 a month. You'd be amazed what it would cost to take it down. I shouldn't really give you this information because, well, I mean, you'll still file a claim, right? Yeah. Uh, even if your deductible is zero, you're still going to get nicks on the windshield. You're still going to have to file a claim. Just giving that little information out to you before, you know, I take your claim eventually and you freak the fuck out. Um, if you're driving, you know, a brand new Maserati, I get it. Working claims is something else, man. Let me tell you. It really is. I, th this is literally how it goes. I got a call one time and I'm not joking you. This was only a couple weeks ago. 
<coughs> excuse me. I got a call one time. This was out in California where a stray bullet came through the front windshield, hit an eight-year-old boy in the head, and exited out the back windshield. Tragic. And I just talked to the mother like shortly after that happened. I don't give a damn what my bosses say. I don't give a shit what the rules are. I straight up told her, I said, hey, you know, you can wait to file this claim. Like, you don't have to do it right after it happened, you know. And that, you know, I, I just told her, it's like, we have no time limit on this. At least this insurance company doesn't. And she said, no, I just want to get through this. And I was like, okay, really tough call. Really tough. That was one of those where I had to tell my supervisor, I was like, man, I I, 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 I got to step outside for a, for a few minutes, you know. And they're cool about that kind of stuff. And then the next call I get is somebody driving around in a 2012 BMW douchemobile. And he's throwing a complete hissy fit. That he has a crack on his windshield. Public servantess. Yeah, let, let's just go ahead and say it so it sounds like it's on purpose. Public servantess announcement, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be a douchebag. Just think before you do stuff, especially when you file insurance claims. Because the person that you're talking to probably just got done talking to somebody that was standing in their yard watching their house burn down. And you want to piss your pants about your BMW douchemobile or your brand new Tesla S model faggot, you know, <laughs> when we just took a call like that. It just, that blows my mind. I've gotten some hairy calls, man. I've gotten a lot where I've had to like just go outside. One of the worst ones I ever got, um, I won't get in trouble work saying this. So number one, I don't give a shit. And number two, I'm not saying what company I work for. <clears throat> but um, the worst one I got was... There was this guy that owned an apartment complex and he called in, make a claim. And uh, just like the lady with the stray bullet thing. Oh, by the way, eight-year-old died, by the way. <clears throat> and she took it like a champ. I mean, she was obviously upset and heartbroken, but took it way better than, you know, Captain Douchemobile. So anyway, this guy owns an apartment complex. <clears throat> and he's telling me this backstory. And the whole time I'm thinking, what does this have to do with the claim? You know, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, all right. He says he hasn't seen his brother in about 20 years. His brother had been homeless for 20 years. Hadn't laid eyes on him. Looking for him forever. And uh, he owns this apartment complex. He hears a gunshot one night. This really happened. He heard a gunshot. Heard a gunshot one night. Went into one of the empty rooms where he heard it from. Found out that there was a squatter that was living in one of the empty rooms. The squatter had taken an assault rifle, rigged it up, and blew his brains out. When the owner of the apartment complex went to see, you know, what was left of this guy, it was his brother that had been missing for 20 years. His homeless brother had been squatting in his apartment, didn't even know he was there. And I had to talk to this guy on the phone while we were ordering a biological contaminant cleanup crew. Man, you hear some shit doing claims, let me tell you. And it just kind of dilutes the, uh, I know... Um, everybody goes through different things. Uh, to you, a broken windshield, you know, is like a world ending. I don't know fucking why, but <laughs> just keep that in mind <laughs> when you do an insurance claim. The person that you're talking to takes claims for everything, not just your problem. As much as I'd like to admit it, but I can't. You know, we're not just taking naps until your special little princess ass calls us in. Let's check out some news here. Oh, yeah, by the way, what's today? Okay, today's the 2nd of January. Let me tell you something. 
Mm. After some carlography. Uh, let me tell you something. Today's January 2nd, which means as of yesterday, Illinois has legalized the devil's cabbage. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, with some regulations in place and some rules set, Illinois has legalized marijuana. <laughs> uh, insert the applause sound here. Now, I don't smoke weed. Never liked it. Tried it a few times. Never liked it. Never medicinally needed it for anything. I suffer from depression, clinical depression, which, um, <clears throat> you know, marijuana does assist with, among other things. Parkinson's, epilepsy, uh, certain types of cancers, anxiety. List goes on and on and on and on and on. I've never just had any, you know, uh, I look like a panda in real life. Picture a panda with clothes on and a really tiny head. That's what I look like. <clears throat> so I play a panda in real life. I think I get the munchies enough. I don't need to be smoking the old devil's lettuce. But um, Illinois legalized it. And I know a lot of people that listen to No Disclosure are from, you know, this area around here, close to southern Illinois. So <laughs> way to go, Illinois. You guys are going to be a lot nicer now. You guys are going to be a lot more chilled out. What I would like to see, you know, because the whole ban on marijuana is bullshit anyway. It, you know, it was all cooked up by some fat, white, old politician. Everything you've ever heard about weed is propaganda. Uh, the, the benefits of it are incredible. Granted, there are people that can have allergic reactions to anything. You can have an allergic reaction to latex just as much as you can marijuana. Marijuana is not made of magic. Okay. It, you know, <laughs> but it does have some wonderful properties to it. Should have never been banned. I've never agreed with it being illegal. <clears throat> just, I, I wish I had the numbers in front of me because I did yesterday. Um, I can't seem to find them on here, but I did have the numbers yesterday. Something like, I, Cassie needs to correct me if I'm wrong, but it was in the haunt, it was in the thousands actually. The state of Illinois issued thousands upon thousands of instant pardons for people who have been arrested with the marijuana. I mean, pardons up the ass. <laughs> A lot of people are getting out of jail today. Um, congratulations, Illinois. Everybody in Illinois is going to be a lot more chilled out. What I really want to see is the Civil War reenactment. <laughs> the encampment, you know, over in, uh, what is it, Fort Massac State Park? Uh, you know, the Civil War reenactments and the stuff like that that they have going on in Southern Illinois. <laughs> I'm wondering if all the soldiers are just going to be standing there with a bowl full of crackers <laughs> or pizza pockets, you know, doing the, uh, <laughs> doing the Civil War reenactment. They're shooting off the cannons and one guy's sneaking a Twinkie out of his pocket. Man, I forgot how good these things tasted. And you're walking around buying these old school like Indian trading posts, you know, and everybody's dressed like they were back then and stuff. Some guy comes up to you. Hey, man, dude. Chocolate chip cookies, man. Here, I'm handing out plates to everyone, man. Yeah, look, this cookie's awesome. Look, check out. I got I got brownies, too, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see <laughs> the Civil War reenactment of the, re the, the encampment in Southern Illinois. I'm just happy. I'm happy because we live really close to Southern Illinois. Everybody's going to be a lot nicer now. <laughs> I went to Ch uh, the Chicago. Jesus Christ. I went to uh, Colorado pre and post marijuana legalization. Completely different place now. Everybody's so nice. <laughs> Everybody's so chilled out because everybody that has depression and anxiety and, you know, all this crap, they're fine now. They're okay, you know? It's just, uh, and on top of that, like when California did it, 
don't let anybody bullshit you, okay? That was one of the things that brought California from the red completely into the black. Because you know the government's going to you know, tax the shit out of it. But, you know, it, it helped the state, helped the economy. Illinois is one of the poorest states in the nation. So, you know, maybe that's going to help them. <clears throat> because, you know, that Kentucky is going to be, like, the very last one to do it. I don't really care. I'm not going to smoke this stuff anyway. I'm, you know, a lot of people are just going to use it as an excuse to stay baked all day. Go for it, man. I don't give a shit. I just, I, I never got into it. Mm. I got, man, I'm having a lot of coffee today because my voice is starting to, uh, my voice is being really wacky today. Mm. Uh, I don't know what it is about my throw at. It's really starting to go. Ugh. Ooh, but yeah, Illinois has legalized the devil's cabbage. Aren't you so happy about that? That's great. Now, friends, don't take it across the state line into Paducah. Because you're still going to get arrested here. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Chicago. Eat us some space cakes, man. <laughs> but that's cool. That's cool. I'm glad that the government isn't seeing it, you know, the same way that they always used to. That's uh, that's awesome. But you know, okay, I'm sorry, government, that weed, that legalizing weed is uh, starting to screw up your little opioid crisis. Um, but don't worry. Don't worry, government healthcare system that's embarrassing as hell don't worry you, you're you're still gonna make your money you'll find a way to still tax it and uh you know the marijuana and still find yeah you guys just got to get creative just put your thinking caps on you'll still find a way to fuck over you know people with glaucoma uh cancer depression all you know and any kind of pain management you'll still find a way to fuck those people over <clears throat> you just got to get creative Go back to the, I mean, you'll probably miss the days where you could prescribe prescribe a 90-day supply of powerful, highly addictive narcotics for somebody who has an ingrown fucking toenail. I'm sure you're going to really miss those days. But don't worry. Like I said, put your thinking caps on. You'll find a way to fuck up marijuana, too. <laughs> so, uh, what do we got here? We're trying to find some other good newies. How much time are we at, Xander? 25 minutes. 25 minutes. Holy cow, we're booking it today. That's awesome. Personal news. Oh, my leg fell asleep. Ah, my leg fell asleep. I don't like it. Ow! That sucks. Oh, get me some bananas. Somebody come over here and bring me some nanners. So anyway, uh, uh, personal news here. I, uh, my 20 year high school reunions coming up. Isn't that crazy? 20 years since I graduated high school, graduated in 2001, man. That was like a hundred years ago. So my 20 year high school reunions coming up. How about them apples? That's pretty awesome. I can't wait to see everybody. I can't wait till next year. Can't wait to save up a shitload of money because I don't want to fly <clears throat> to Iowa when it's only a seven, eight hour trip. I want to spend $400 and go in a flying sardine can and be there in three and a half hours. Have somebody pick me up at the Des Moines airport, not be able to drive around anywhere. Um, what I'm probably going to do is I'm just going to take the flying sardine can to Des Moines, steal a car, take it to uh, Corridor, Iowa, attend the uh, reunion, take said stolen car back to the airport, set it on fire to destroy the evidence, get back on the sardine can, and head back to Kentucky. I think that's how we're going to do it. I cannot drive seven hours, man. I cannot do it. 
that would drive me insane. It's especially going through St. Louis. Ooh, buddy, you do not want to drive through St. Louis. I hate driving through St. Louis. It's like the fucking hedge maze in The Shining, but you're in a you know two-ton death mobile. And there's a thousand other people within, you know, 10 feet of you going a zillion miles an hour because they fucking live there and then they know how all the roads go. Oh, I hate driving through St. Louis. I'm, I'm freaking flying, dude. I don't care how much it is. <clears throat> but yeah, it's kind of cool. 20 years, high school reunion. That, that's awesome. I wonder if Becky still has like really nice boobs. I hope they haven't started sagging yet. Oh shit, I said that. Sorry, <laughs> I said that out loud. I, I'm going to totally not cut that out. Um... <laughs> I remember in my high school uh my high school yearbook I tried to troll the high school yearbook and it ended up completely blowing it blowing up in my face. They said, "What do you want to do when you get out of high school?" And I made a joke. I said, "I want to be a a a male nude dancer, but it turns out I'm not very good looking. So I think I'm going to go into writing." <laughs> but uh apparently uh, the people running the uh, yearbook at the time were complete fucking retards. And they didn't see the humor in it. They didn't see the joke, you know. So they said, aspirations... You can look on my yearbook. I should even post a picture of it. I look on the yearbook and it says, aspirations for the future. Male dancer. Jesus Christ. As if I wasn't fucking laughed at enough in school. For having, uh, you know, even, even in 2001. When I was growing up. I have worn glasses my whole life. I'm legally blind. I'm not shitting you. I am legally, clinically blind. My glasses, I have the thinnest lenses that you could possibly get. They are still Coke bottles. Very, very bad eyesight. And um, even in 2001, like growing up, they only had two styles of glasses when I was growing up. Dorky and fucking dorkier. Like this big beehive fucking glasses. When you got glasses, it was a hell of a thing. When you're, it's not like when my kids are now. I mean, they have like all these cool colors and designs and all that stuff. It's like, man, it wasn't like this when I was a kid. We only had one style of glasses and my parents didn't make a whole lot of money. So when I came to Iowa, I had, I'm not kidding you, <laughs> I had these giant rose-tinted glasses. Rose-tinted. In California, I was the shit. But in, you know, podunk freaking Iowa, this kid with long hair overweight pimples only in one area right above my nose in a perfect circle didn't get acne i got fucking pimple crop circles so when i had that on my face with rose tinted glasses i was i wasn't bullied or anything because i never put up with anybody's shit somebody messed with me in school i straight up told them go fuck yourself i was just i was never messed with never put up with anybody's shit but you know i was kind of fucking goofy looking i was made fun of for a while i was goofy looking i can't wait to see everybody i miss you all um, Becky, I, I really miss your boobs. Um, uh, Chris, I miss your really sweaty handshakes. It could be like negative 20 degrees outside. You probably didn't even hold it. You could stick your hand on the surface of fucking Pluto. I go to shake your hand, still fucking sweaty. I, I never understood that. Never. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Uh, let's see. Just check some news. 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 <laughs> news. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Fox Let's go to Fox See what's going on in the world. <laughs> God damn it. Democrats out to impeach Trump. And they're haunted by their own Clinton era words. Somebody uh 
somebody get a hold of me and tell me about you know just tell me a little something do the democrats really have anything solid on trump it kind of seems like i mean i haven't done like massive amounts of research on it yet i haven't done like a you know a shitload of research on it it's just that i've looked here and there and stuff i haven't dove into it like really really great detail but do the democrats really have anything on trump anything solid really i mean is it all just circumstantial at this point because I just, you know, through my own personal looking around, poking around, I haven't seen anything really uh, bombshellish. Somebody let me know. What else we got? Uh, four more fail boys. Dallas fail boys superstar. I don't give a shit about the Dallas fail boys. The rap world is stunned by the death, but I knew up and coming star at 21. A new young rapper. That nobody listens to is dead, and now you know her uh, records are going to be selling like, like hotcakes. Yes, I still say hotcakes. What else we got? The Australian prime rib roast minister is berated by locals and visits a wildfire ravaged town. Fire conditions may worsen. Giant spider hold what? Okay, this is stupid. Las Vegas police release a terrifying footage of an apparent kidnapping. Arrest the suspect. Man, those videos are scary, dude. You ever see those, like, attempted kidnapping videos? You know, of those people's, like, door cams and stuff? Man, that's crazy. I want somebody to kidnap me. Because you can't be um, ravaged, mishandled, or raped if you're not willing. I mean, then at that point, you're just a participant. Plus, I wouldn't have to go to work for a while. You know? Actually, that'd be kind of nice. I should tell you guys where I live. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll catch you guys later. Because I got to be here to make no, you know, no disclosure for you peoples. All you lovely lovelies out there. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'll see you guys. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, like, uh, subscribe, uh, send nudes. You know, the whole, the whole standard thing. Hit that notification bell. Um, you know, like I said, like, subscribe, send nudes. You know, the, the whole deal. If you're listening on Spotify, uh, Apple, I, whatever, I podcast, I no disclosure, whatever the fuck it is, what some kind of I, <laughs> Google podcast, um, anchor. Um, these are new formats for me. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Keep coming back. Support no disclosure, support the podcast. Let's keep this thing going because, uh, yeah, we're having fun here. Very fun. Very fancy. I hope you were entertained by this. I really do. I love you all. And I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you next week on No Disclosure. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Ah, I just spilled coffee on my crotch. Oh, fuck it. Nothing has a right to throw